y'all. Welcome back to the Socially Awesome channel. Elise Smith here, and I am so excited today to have a guest with me. Ryan Swanson is the founder and president of Linkasaurus. Linkasaurus is actually a tool, and I'm going to let him go into a lot more detail about it here shortly, but it's a tool that I have personally used, tested. I've seen it from the beginning, and I'm excited for him to share it because it is something that I use day to day with my clients. As you all know, I manage lots of franchise locations and all of their assets on Facebook. And I can't wait to dive in. So thank you, Ryan, so much for being here. I first want to start out with a little bit about you, your story, how you got into entrepreneurship. Tell me all the things. Well, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Appreciate the nice invite. Make me sound good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I think just from kind of how I got started in this, the different things that I do, I, I, uh, <laughs> going way back, I went to undergrad and grad school at East Carolina in um, Greenville, North Carolina. And I, I've, I've always kind of had this entrepreneurship mindset. Uh, my, my parents had a dental practice. My dad had his own construction company when I was much younger. And, um, funny story when I was in grad school, getting my master's in business, I didn't really have time to have a job because uh, I was getting a two-year degree in one year because I'm quite frugal. Uh, and so I was like, well, if I could get, I could save a whole year tuition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this was in the year, um, it was it was 99 to 2000. Uh, so I was about 23 at the time. And I'm a big uh, EDM guy. That's the kind of music I like. I work out to that. It's just what I've liked for forever. And so in college, the, the, uh, in the 99s, it was, uh, the rave scene was really big. And, uh, I went to a party rave, whatever. And I knew the promoters and the dude made $20,000 in one night at the door. And I was like, hold on a sec. And just <laughs> being my business savviness, I was like, you know, I could pull off this and literally borrowed took all my student loan money, advanced on my credit cards and even borrowed money from my friends and flew DJs across the uh, all United States, rented out a roller skating rink and upfitted it with the whole stereo system and everything. And we had a thousand people show up at $20 a head with 18 inches of snow that randomly fell on the ground. And I covered all my expenses, but I was like, this is kind of cool. Um, and so I, that was kind of my first knowledge of like, you know, business, like insurance and, and just the different things that kind of go into stuff. Um, and then about, I guess, 18 years into my career in the, the QSR industry, I uh, just felt the need to try to help my company that I was working, uh, working with. And, and then that turned into, hey, our, I'm helping our franchise with this. Can I help Maybe there's other people I can help. And I just realized, okay, helping people is sort of a feel good thing. And if you can monetize that, not at the expense of somebody else, but by providing value, um, then it's kind of turned into my passion. And, and that's where we're all right now. Okay. So if anybody ever gets this video, they're going to see my facial expressions because I'm going <laughs> the whole time. One, that explains why you have really good teeth. Two, a rave? <laughs> Holy smokes. I'm like, I'm going, 
that's a really good idea. I kind of want to do that. Uh, oh my gosh. So that is interesting. And such a way to get into entrepreneurship is by throwing parties. I mean, hello, you were, you were a party player. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about, I I've heard you say before, like, one of the pain points for you uh, with the company you you are with, you know, in, in the quick service industry um, was like maybe finding out about things months after they happened. And some of that best practice sharing too, right? Because there was like no quick way to hear what people were doing or what was working until we had our once a year meeting. And then it's like, well, that's kind of late. So I know you've set this platform up not only to make it easy for people to best practice share, but also easy for you know, um, someone to train their entire teams. And so can you explain to me a little bit about what Linkasaurus actually is? Because I know I've used it. I've loved it. I, I actually help two franchises right now currently with it. And you've grown it to an affiliate program. I mean, there's all these things. So give me a rundown of what it does and, um, you know, how it how it does provide that value to those people. Yeah. So it, it really kind of started back in about 2017 when that was kind of my aha moment i think i think in life and in business you should always be a good listener and, and realize things that kind of change it's kind of like your path in life and so i had this epiphany i, I would call it where like you mentioned i'd be i'd be in these uh these, these quote-unquote corporate meetings <clears throat> and they'd be sharing stuff that happened six months ago from somebody across you know i'm, I'm in north carolina maybe in california and I wasn't really in the loop, even though I was I was with the brand for 17 years or so at the time, I wasn't like in the know, you know, it seemed like the franchise, I'm not the franchisee. So the franchisees would kind of communicate with each other whenever they talked. And not that I'm like some, you know, a little peon or anything, but I just wasn't in the know with these folks that have been in the business, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. And so it's quite frustrating being that guy that would take advantage of opportunity if I knew to do certain things from these folks that have been in the business a long time. And so I was like, all right, well, let me just create a platform uh, that kind of linked everybody together. And that's really where the name Linkasaurus came from. Um, it, and it's spelled a little bit different. It's, it's link and the, and the kind of the, the catchphrase, if you will, the mantra is link and soar with us. Um, and so it's not spelled like a dinosaur per se, and side note, funny story. Somebody's like, "How are you gonna? What are you? What are you gonna name this company?" And and I said, and, and it goes back to college. I know I keep referencing college, but in college, my guy friends would always say, "This is something a Soros Rex." Um, oh man, that burger! You know, if 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 that was a dinosaur, it'd be a something a Soros Rex. So that's <laughs> <laughs> way all these like long time, you know, funny internal joke, you know, things. Um, so I, I found a uh, developer or developing company um, after talking to a family member who works with developers in the United States. And I sent him this proposal and it was, I think it was about $150,000 at the time. And, and they're like, that's to build it and not to manage it, tag your it, good luck with it. And I was like, well, I don't have $150,000 sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So um, then it was, all right, I got to think a little bit different. And then I just started doing some, you know, research online, like where companies are, you know, located, maybe is the US the best place to have people. Um, and that, and then I started looking at companies in India, and I started hearing 
you know, good and bad and different stories. And, and just through my asking, um, somebody was like, oh, I know somebody that has a well-established um, developer type company in Poland. And call it a coincidence, call it God, sorry, call it God's plan. Um, my great grandparents are from Russian Poland. So I'm like, all right, maybe there's a plan for this. And um, reached out to them and I've been working with them since 2017 and they built this whole thing out. Um, we have patents on it uh, because anybody, anybody that I talk to in business are like, well, when it comes to tech, you don't want to have like Google or Amazon or whatever come in with billions of dollars and, and snatch up your idea. And now you got nothing. Um, so got it going. And <laughs> first year of using the platform and there's all this social media stuff and, and just to make your job easier. Um, but I was sharing with their franchisee. I was like, he's like, why are we why are we seeing so much more success compared to the other markets in the United States? And I was like, well, uh, here's what I built on my own free time that I really don't have much of on my own money. And he couldn't believe it. He's like, this is the greatest thing ever. And um, <laughs> so not knowing anything, he was trying to explain this to all our franchise, franchisee friends. And I was like, oh, this is something that other people um, might might benefit from. And so what's happened since pretty much to the late 2018, when I kind of made it available for, for anybody, is when the users of the platform, it's it's an all online based, uh, it's called a SaaS company, services of software. Uh, when people are logged in, they join a brand. And so, for example, if you're Domino's Pizza United States, that's a brand. If you're Domino's Pizza Canada, even though you're still under the Domino's brand per se, not globally, they kind of do things different. They have different pricing. Um, and this could be for any business. Uh, where it's a multi-unit operator. You know, I've, I've talked to franchisees that have 50 grocery stores and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if, you know, one grocery store manager is on the platform, they can see all of the content in real time, um, either currently happening, scheduled for the future or looking back historically and say, oh, my, you know, my, my peer, if you will, uh, at a different location, you know, wherever they're located, this is what they're doing. They can see their analytics. They could say, oh, this seemed to work in their market. And then from a, a best practice sharing, they can, without even knowing that person, if they don't want their content information is there, they can say, you know, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to try this. Um, or that's a good idea. I'm literally going to use that exact same content that created the video, the content, whatever it is. Um, or that's really localized, but now I can work with my graphics artist or something that does, you know, design and say, take this and just tweak it a little bit. So it works good. At, you know, so it fits my particular um, location. And that's where the best, best practice sharing comes from. Um, there's a lot of analytics that like all the analytics of all the different users on the platform for, for a particular brand um, are all shared. They're all kind of uh, collected. So users can literally benchmark in real time against their peers within their brand. And that, that was another pain point that I had because, uh, you know, at, at, in our franchise, I'd have to ask corporate, hey, who's doing what, where? So I could, but I was always waiting on stuff. And I'm just a right. really impatient person. So I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> wait on you. I just want to have access to that in real time. Uh, and so that's kind of like 
the gist, if you will, of, of kind of where we're at uh, right now with the Best Badger Sharon. Very cool. So for anyone that's out there and, and you might um, not understand what he's comparing Linkasaurus to or what he what Linkasaurus is like, think of like Hootsuite or something like that on steroids, but branded. Okay, so um, just for anyone that might be unsure of what type of system we're talking, we're talking about a system where um, we can plug in one, uh, just a few things that I know that I love about it specifically. So if you have, if you're a restaurant owner, a grocery store owner, like he said, with 50 locations, you could plug in, my local grocery store puts out their, their sales flyer every Sunday. That's what they put on their Facebook page. Well, if I have 50 grocery stores, I'd have to log in and log out to 50 Facebook pages. It just doesn't work. And most other platforms out there are unaffordable when you get to that corporate model or that franchise model. They're just not not anything anyone can afford. They get kind of ridiculous. Like a source has got to be the best pricing I've seen hands down as well. But it's it's comparing apples to apples. You would compare your grocery stores to the same grocery stores out there and I could blast one post to all 50 at the same time. So it's not only helping optimize you know, getting your posts out there, but it gives you those analytics. Like Ryan said, it gives you that data. Um, and and tell me a little bit about um, the like Google review and the Yelp review, because it, it's not only just for Facebook posts, it's for connection with customers as well. So like, I know you saw a need there of responding to customers. A lot of um, a lot of places don't manage their online reviews because they either don't have the time, they find it tedious, um, they don't know how, but Linkasaurus puts it all in one place for you, which just seems to make it so efficient and so easy. So tell me a little bit about what, what transpired there too, because that's, that's still social media kind of, but it's more online review platforms. Yeah, I, I think you know, a lot of people ask me, give me like a two sentence rundown of what the platform does. And it's really, it's a platform that allows you to manage your social media, manage your reputation, uh, which is reviews, uh, and then and best practice sharing. And, 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 and it's all done at the local level. So, and you, you referenced another platform, um, cause, cause, cause they've been around for, I don't know how long they've been around for. And, and the difference, a key difference, cause I'm not trying to compete with people in that realm. Right. I have a very specific niche, if you will. And yeah. I, the platform allows the user, their, their, physical retail location, if you will, to have a local voice. You know, a lot of people ask me, for example, at, uh, with Domino's, like I'm trying to to be viewed as like the local mama pop company that just so happens to be Domino's. And so all the content is localized and that's something we have a patent on. So going back to like publishing content, if you're, let's just say you're a, a hundred store franchise or two store franchise, it doesn't really matter, two location, you know, business. Um, when you schedule your content, when it gets published, the way the platform works, which is where the patent comes into play, is the content is then, um, the message, if you will, is then re-kind of structured and written in uh, with all your local content. So you might have your local hours, your local, whatever it is, um, that gets almost like assigned to that content. And that's kind of helps the whole local stuff. Then from the, from the uh, review standpoint, like you mentioned, same kind of concept, you know, I don't want somebody to give, you know, like if, if I think there's a, a big company and I give a review, is that local company giving me a reply on my review? Are they interacting with me locally? I really have no idea. Um, 
Probably not. Uh, they probably have it linked to some kind of call center or somebody that manages it. The, the difference here, and, and it really because it's probably too labor intensive. So I, I understood that at the the franchise I was working with, um, we were averaging you know 350 reviews a month. And so I was getting 350 Gmail email inboxes every single month just for Google. And I would have to take that review, read it. And if it was not a good one, then I'd have to figure out, okay, who is responsible for this? You know, the manager, supervisor, you know, whoever the regional person is, forward that email to them. They'd have to read it. They'd have to then ask me to reply to the review to get that person's information because they don't typically give you their content information or review. And it was all, it was just it was just unmanageable. I didn't even have the time, let alone pay somebody to do that. And so I was like, well, I got to fix this. <laughs> and so so now uh, when you link your team and you add your team to the platform, let's just say you get a review for location one, two, three, four in California, um, that whoever you want, manager, supervisor, team member, whoever it is at the location that you want to see the review, they get it in real time. So there's no delay. It's like you got a review at 501 by 502. You're going to get the review in your inbox or however you're going to get it. And then you can set up sort of gatekeeper uh, functionalities on the platform where let's just say you like your manager, but you don't trust them enough to put a live review out there, uh, a reply to review. So the manager can see it, read it, write the reply. It's custom to them. And then they either are approved based on their, their approval that the, uh, the person that manages their account has given them, or it can go upline to maybe like a supervisor, somebody in the hierarchy of the company that says, Hey, manager at this location just sent this reply to this review. What do you think? You can edit it. You can reply back and it's on its way. But that alone was great because then we could say, okay, all these reviews are getting managed within seconds. And I instantly saw the first company we we're working with, the SEO went up because for selfish reasons, Google wants people on their platform. And so they, and I, I just was like, I had to see it in action. And so when we started replying to reviews within minutes or within an hour versus like days, the algorithm, I just suspected Google was like, all right, this is a very engaging company that is wants to have a relationship with these reviewers, which are their customers. And so we noticed when people are searching, for example, a Domino's pizza or pizza near me or, or Domino's or something in that, um, you know, that, that niche, our views just shot up we we dramatically measurably because there's analytics in the platform are like oh we're being viewed more now because we're interacting with our customers so we're getting sort of a double whammy we're 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 not ignoring our customers that just said you stink and now we have you know we're getting more views and we're kind of outpacing the seo compared to maybe some of our competitors and so that was a an unexpected positive benefit of, of some of these features and on top of that some people say well, I don't have time to still do that. Um, how can you fix this? And, and I know you work with some clients that probably have double or triple or even more the, the number of views. And so, you know, from an account manager, you probably are taking advantage of some of the automated features. And it's very, very, very specific to where if, let's just say, somebody gives you a five-star review, you probably don't need to go in there and read it and give very specifics. Hey, thank you for name dropping such and such and such and such. You can set up automation. And so the platform will literally within, you know, minutes after somebody just gave you, let's just say a five-star review with comments, uh, a thank you. And it's personalized. It names them in the review. It, it, it gives them a thank you message based on what 
you wanted to say and then it kind of signs it like any like an email signature it said hey this is this person content information you know thank you very much um and you could set up all these uh kind of triggers if you will based on how you want you know your interaction with your customers to where so then people aren't their, their voices is being heard but it's being heard quickly and, and that, that's something I, I use the analogy of a, a team member at one of the locations i was working with i said if i walk in and you're in the front counter, you know, over the counter, you just took my money. I look you dead in the eye and I said, this is awesome. Thank you very much. And you just turn around and walk away. How is that being perceived from the customer? And, and that's what I look at when, if somebody's going to go through the effort of publicly saying you're great, you should publicly say thank you as fast as possible. Right. And, Agreed. and a, lot of, a lot of companies aren't doing that. I agree. I agree. And I, I love that you pointed out the features that separate it. Because because it really is unlike any other platform, and I love the fact that it allows you to have local management at each level and that gatekeeper because that is a concern, especially in the quick service industry. There's a lot of turnover, unfortunately, and you know that's where a lot of um, franchisees, CEOs, like people at the very top, are going. Yeah, but I don't want to put somebody that just started in charge. Well, you have that approval process, and I've seen that be so helpful for where a store can still manage it locally and be in charge of their online reputation and give that praise, help that customer do all the things they need to do um, without, you know, without the company being worried of its reputation in general, of what's getting out there. So that feature alone is, is incredible. And the fact that there's no limit. So like I said, I, I work with companies that have 50, 60, 100 and 80 locations and each one of them can have different managers different you know different levels of gatekeeping and and approval processes to make sure that what is getting out to that customer is um is is appropriate and and uh good for the company and i do use the automation so the automation feature is amazing because like you said you don't need to personalize it too much uh, for the five-star review, because ultimately, what, what can you say? You can only say thank you so many ways. But what I love about the, the product as well is that the the, uh, the store can get copied on it, so then they can see it, and if someone's name is mentioned in it, they can praise that team member. So mm -hmm. it's not only for reputation, but it's also for team member retention, because if a team member is mentioned by name in a Google review, they need to get a shout out. They need to get praise at the store level. But like you said, what could you do about that? What could I do about that? Ultimately, all we could do is forward the email to whoever could actually praise that person. So I love that it, it, it really has made it the local store management and, and local store marketing so much easier. Um, so tell me a little bit. I don't know what you can tell me, uh, but what are your plans moving in? Because I know you're not stopping. Like you've developed this amazing product with your developers. You're constantly looking for how you can make it better. You asked me for more feedback during you know the very beginning and, and still. Um, so I know you rolled out some new features in the last month or two, um, an affiliate program. Tell me a little bit about the affiliate program because I do have a large audience that 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 likes affiliate marketing. So this could be an opportunity, especially for anyone listening that you know that knows someone that could use this product because it is it is a great opportunity to get affiliate marketing. And I love the comp plan. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. So. Um... I actually met with a uh, a company back in June. I'm not going to name their name, but I they processed a billion dollars <laughs> by May of this year, 
and I was chatting with them because I'm always trying to just, you know, because I don't know what I don't know. And they had a they have an affiliate program and it was a two tier structure. Um, and so there's there's quote unquote network marketing where I, I guess you can go unlimited, maybe depending on how the company step. And then you have um, maybe a, a little bit different structure. I think there's just laws and different things that apply. Well, this company did a billion dollars in transactions by uh, by May of this past year. And I was like, well, I was asking them for advice. I was like, I want to roll this thing out. I want it to work. You know, I want to I want to provide value. And and so it's pretty cool. So any <laughs> anybody that um, is an active user of the platform and it's not necessary, but to kind of put things in the context, if you're an active user, let's say you, you sign up and you're like an admin of your own account um, when you have, let's just say, let's just we're going to use like McDonald's as an example. Let's say you know a McDonald's franchisee. You're like, hey, you might want to check this thing out. Um, if that franchisee says, yeah, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, I'm going to sign up. Well, you would earn 20% commission for life, either monthly or annually, depending on how that 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 uh, franchisee signed up. But um, that franchisee now is going to do one of, one of probably a couple different things. They're going to add their team to the platform just like every user is going to their managers supervisors different folks um and then they're more likely going to share the platform with a, a franchise friend a peer um because the company's really structured the platform structured to where it grows exponentially in value as more quote unquote franchisees or individual business owners join the platform because of all the best practice sharing that that kind of comes together because everybody's doing their own thing and then it kind of it just grows exponentially in value to to all the different users. So if that franchisee says to you know or, or business owner, I, I just I'm so used to saying franchisee. It doesn't you don't have to be a franchise with using this. Um, but let's just say you have you know another location or business owner, and they're in the same brand. Um, you refer to them. Now you're earning twenty percent off them for the life that they're on it. But if any of the folks that are in your organization let's just say, because people talk, you know, managers are usually networking with other managers within their niche uh, um, or their, their brand. And, and uh, they're talking to, let's just say, a manager, not necessarily the owner of another franchise within your brand. And they're like, hey, we're using Linkasaurus. Why aren't you guys using this? I'm like, what the heck is that all about? Oh, check this out. Um, that manager can literally refer another franchise uh, to the platform or business owner. And that manager themselves now can earn commission and for themselves just just being a manager the or whatever their position is and then the franchisee of that same company earns another commission so they earn a five percent you can call it pass through of their manager referring somebody so there's the it's i wanted the platform to almost like incentivize them to add as many people as possible to the platform so one they could make best use of the platform the way it's currently set up but yeah. but to encourage the people in the organization to best practice share and so there's sort of a there's like a, a financial best practice share built in on top of just what this the company has to offer um and that was just really important to me uh because i believe birds of a feather flock together if you're if you're if you know somebody i you should want to share what's going on good and and sometimes i'll come across you know folks within you know my business my my industry and and they like to keep their trade secrets and i want to kind of help push them past that and say no no you don't don't keep all the secrets to yourself right you know, welcome, you know welcome people on and so it, there's a two-tier structure you're either at 20 percent 
um, for directly referring somebody and then anybody you referred, um, they earn 20, but then you earn uh, sort of a 5% pass through. And that's for the life of the account. There's no minimum, there's no maximum, um, and it's not globally restricted. So we have all the um, legal stuff as far as European Union and all that stuff. So it's not necessarily a, something that's specific to, uh, let's just say, the U.S. Very cool. Very cool. So that is really unique. And I'm excited. I'm going to start DMing everyone that says franchisee on, link, on LinkedIn because <laughs> I love a good affiliate opportunity. Um, so I am just so impressed. I'm so impressed with the platform, with the, your passion to continue, you know, moving it forward and and, and just rolling out and, and, and making it better and better and better. And tell me a little bit about there's someone out there that's listening because you, you've inspired me today with, you know, you found you were you found a problem and not not necessarily selfishly. You found a problem for your the company you were working for. And then you developed on your own time a solution for that problem. Um, and then they loved it. And then you turned it into this big business. So that's that's really cool. Like you that took courage and courage is my word of the year this year because um, a lot of people feel you need confidence and I feel you have to have courage to start because confidence is built. That's just my opinion. But tell me a little bit about what you would say to that person out there listening that has an idea, that person that is an innovator, that that that's scared to jump into entrepreneurship. I mean, this is something that you and I've talked about. You're building this for your family's future. You're building this for your your children and your family. So tell me a little bit about what you would say to that person that's scared to jump in with their idea. I, I would, and, and I'm a big person on mindset and it's, it's, it's taken me a while to get to where I am, but a couple things just from my mindset, courage, all that stuff is, um, somebody, another person that's a billionaire, <laughs> I was in a seminar and I'm like, I got one question for you. Um, but I was told a while back that you have to, um, in, in so many words, become a different person to get to the where you want to be in life. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm kind of a jokester, a little bit of a smart ass, like, you know me. Um, I was like, I don't want to change who I am. They're like, no, but you have to kind of like evolve. And, you know, a person that makes $50,000 a year is not necessarily the person that makes 100. The person that makes $100,000 a year is not the same person to make a million dollars a year. Um, and so that was, you know, so your priorities in life change and, and how you spend your time and your, your stress tolerance, going back to, you know, somebody might be scared, is going to change. Well, when I was doing the whole rave thing uh, and I found out there was 18 inches of snow and it didn't snow in Greenville, North Carolina. It's like, right. <laughs> so, you know, when I am like, I am financially not in a good situation when that rave happened, but I didn't have a panic attack. I didn't, you know, have, you know, I, I came through and I was like, oh, okay. You know, it was stressful, but I came through it. Um, when I was thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, like, I, I knew there was something down deep inside me. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, there's a there's a calling for me. You know, we've talked about this. There's something in you that says, you know, you're you're here to do something big. You may not know exactly what it is. It might not, it may not even be what you're thinking of doing right now. Um, but what you're thinking or what you might do, if it's not that, more than likely is 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 keeping you on path to going to what you're you're you know not to get biblical, but maybe what's what God's plan is for you. Right. And I will say from a stress standpoint, I would ask as many entrepreneurs, people that have their businesses, what, what they like about it and what they don't. I, I had a friend, 
uh, from college. She started a, you know, a restaurant. She's like, it's the most rewarding and hardest, hardest thing I've ever done. Kind of like kids, you know, kids are like by far the hardest thing, but by far the most rewarding I hear. Um, and I have three, so, um, <laughs> but it's, it's, I, I think getting past your fear of it not working out instead of focusing on the fear of continuing doing what you're doing and not even giving it a try. And, and then, and we talked about this a little bit before is, but once you get going, it's, I kind of use the term like juggernaut, you know, a juggernaut is, you know, I'm not into comics, but a juggernaut is like the guy that you can't stop him. Once he has momentum, he can't stop. And when you start a company, you are more likely at some point, you're going to have some financial, you know, investment and, and, and a lot of stuff I know you do, which, which you can, you can start with very little investment, which some people can't even wrap their mind around. And they're like, it's too good to be true. And they're like, no, you know, right. You know? Right. Like they won't invest a thousand dollars in a course or in your coaching or whatever. And you're like, I'm not acting out of college for four years. I'm like, you imagine what you're going to learn from like some of the stuff that you do. So it's, it's getting, getting to a point where you're like, okay, I've already had this many hours invested. I've invested this amount of money. I've, I've spent this much time away from my family. I I'm, have all these things in the works. It's like, well, now I owe it to myself to see it through. Exactly. And, and, you know, just to give up, you know, personal, some people like say, oh, you must have to eat, you know, easy Ryan or what'd you do? I had just been very transparent. I got to a point where I was already a hundred grand in, into my company, no money coming in. And I was just getting ready once, once I was like, this is something I want to do. And I was getting ready to get my merchant services established. And I got the big no. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I was partnering with a bank and they pull like background checks and all that stuff. It's, it's different than like working with Stripe where they're kind of like, they kind of broker stuff. Um, right. But I was going with my bank cause it's the, 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 you know, just whatever. So I was going to my bank and they're like, well, your background, your, your identity and, and your, your, all this stuff is all whack. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, it looks like you opened up account five years ago and your credit shot and you have all these fraudulent things on your account. This is like legit. I'm like, holy mackerel, <laughs> I, I can't. My, my developers are like, we can't proceed because you can't get approved to be to have a merchant services account. It, it took about six months of working with the police. I had, I'm like, police reports, all this stuff to like kind of prove my quote unquote innocence. And then finally, after all this documentation, kind of getting my, my, um, my, my, my business credit fixed, that, that was hacked basically. Uh, finally, they're like, okay, cool. You know, we can go through. And I'm like, but for six months, I had like all this debt, paying interest on it. My wife's like, yeah. uh, what's going, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, so there's, it, I could have, if I was um, at that point where I was just like, well, I'm just going to quit. Then I wouldn't be at a point right now where I can say, hey, look at all these folks that are seeing value in something that I could have just quit on. And the, the, the big underlying, you know, or overlying macro level view that I have uh, from an entrepreneurship standpoint is, and somebody told me this a long time ago, I always reference other people because I'm always listening, <laughs> is if you can help enough people get what they want, whatever that is, then you'll have everything you want in life. Agree. Uh, and so I, I think I think if you if you're listening, and you have like a passion and, and you're thinking, I want to start some. I got this idea for something. Think 
if you can help enough people, you know, see value in what you're doing, then then there's a feel good that comes from that, regardless of if there's a monetary thing or not. There's definitely a feel good from like I helped this person. I know you have tons of testimonials from the stuff that you do. Mm -hmm. um, that just feels good. And then if you can do it enough, and there's some financial gain that doesn't come at somebody else's expense, but it's coming from them saying thank you. They're literally thanking you monetarily. Uh, then everybody wins, and and that's the greatest thing ever. And that's that's what I hope for with all this. I love that. There was so I hope y'all caught this because there were so many good things he said, um, and I don't even know that I could recap all of them. But you you hit the nail on the head with with the mindset. It really is what you focus on is what gets results. If you're focused on what's going wrong instead of what's going right, you're going to get more wrong. You know, if you focus on, if it's all about you and what, what your needs are and growing your business instead of helping other people win, you're never going to see that. So there's so many good things that you said. I appreciate all of them because I talk on mindset a lot and I, I almost feel like an imposter when I talk about mindset because I'm still working on my mindset, right? So I, my mindset's always evolving. And just like you, I'm, I go up to I, I, my coach is a seven figure, seven figure earner. And I'm like, tell me what to do. I'll do it. Like, just tell me what to do. And I mean, that's, that's yeah. literally what I do because I'm like, I success leaves clues. And I want to learn from the people who, who have paved that way. And like you said, if you're too scared to invest a thousand bucks to start, get a coach, you know, that, or, or a start a business, then you're really going to get scared when you're a hundred thousand in and you're like, oh God, this is not working. So you really have to work on the mindset first and it's not too late if you're already in it. I didn't work on my mindset first. I started the business, I got super overwhelmed and then I was like, okay, something's not going right here and I hired a coach. And that's when I realized I was focused on all the things going wrong. I wasn't scaling, I wasn't hiring help. And so you you really did, that was the best answer. I couldn't have, I couldn't have told you to say that if I wanted to. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ryan. And I, I've, I got so many notes. I was going to, I wanted to almost write all these things down because I'm like, I need to pick his brain about that. I need to pick his brain about that. I always get a really creative space after talking with you. It's just nice to, to bounce ideas off you. It's been nice to work with you. Um, I will make sure that the, um, the links for Linkasaurus are, and, and to connect with Ryan on his LinkedIn and his, his um, social platforms is also in the show notes for anybody that's watching this. Go connect with him, go follow him, you know, and, and learn from him because again, success leaves clues. And and I know that Lika Source is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And if you know somebody out there that owns owns multiple businesses, because you, you said it doesn't have to be just a quick service, right? They could be a restaurant. It could be somebody with multiple locations. It yep. could even be two. Correct. Yep. Okay. So yeah, please, we have users yeah. that that we have users that their brand is a two store two location brand like so it's 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 not just that because there's so many other features um beyond kind of what we talked about and i think you were hinting around like some new features coming i will say a little little, little note that we are trying to keep up with the times and so ai we've been testing and tuesday you'll see it on on uh, the account you manage ai is the start of it starts to go live on tuesday we got 2023 is going to have a lot of cool very cool things and i saw it that. on one of your posts that's already scheduled i was like yeah it's gonna I be saw, huge i saw it on there and i was like <laughs> it's coming it's coming so just know that partnering with a company like link source ryan's gonna keep it up to date 
Um, I've used several platforms that are so out of date for other clients and, and you continuing to grow and refine and make it better and better and better is just huge. So thank you so much for being here with me today. And until next time, y'all make it simple, make it social and make it awesome. Bye guys.